Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and I am so excited to be coming to you today with another guest interview, and I love guest interviews. You all know that, but uh, I never get tired of them, and this one is actually a fun fun one. I really think it's going to be fun. We got to hang up, uh, hang out and meet at the Equip Expo. We both had kind of differing schedules. We didn't get to hang out that much, but we got to meet at the Bobcat booth for the mower giveaway, and uh, it's a crazy time for everybody to quit, man. Everybody knows how that. If you go, you know how it is. It's just like you just try to survive the three days and get through it, but uh, it's a really, really fun time. So none other than Cornell Mack, and uh, man, how are you doing this evening? I'm awesome, bro. We, we had a, a, I wouldn't say a long day, but we got a lot of work done. Yeah. Made some money. It's been cool. That's what yeah. matters, man. You just got to, you take money home at the end of the day. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. I hear you, man. Well, man, I want to uh, hear a little bit of your story. Like I said, we got to connect and talk a little bit. I've been seeing you uh, here on socials more recently. Your stuff's kind of getting been getting pushed to me so i was seeing it some more and i know that you and cedric have done a giveaway for launching academy live and things like that so man i want you to run the show i want you to hear i want to hear your story kind of tell you tell everybody about how you got started in business and what your business looks like and then uh what all you got going on in your day-to-day uh everything you got going but you know off the air we were saying just how busy life is man you got new quotes coming in uh, things to do uh diversifying things so just tell us a little about yourself and how you got started so I got started in 2016. Um, I've told the story a few times. I even have a YouTube video about my, my first uh, startup or whatever. But I started out in 2016. No, uh, no um, experience in the business, no business experience. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing. So um, 2016, I decided I was going to see a Keith Kalfas video, decided I was going to start a business mold over the uh the idea of that for a couple of weeks then one day i just uh i think i might have had enough maybe i we had a couple restraints or something at my at my job or whatever um i worked at group homes and i came home i i guess i was just pissed off and i said to my wife you know i'm going to start a business and uh to her credit she she you know stoked the fire she threw some logs on the fire and uh you know i sold sold a car and bought a truck and then boom, we were in business. So the first two years were rough. And then uh, year three, I, I found some more things on YouTube and started to really dive into learning how to uh, operate a business. And then I got my LLC, I think in year three. And then uh, year four is when I got my first commercial contract and things took off from there. Now, six years in, we got a dump truck. We're doing about 94, 95 yards a week. And it's just me and one guy, and we're out here living life and enjoying it. Man, that's awesome. Where are you located at? Remind me. 
Um, I live in Monroeville, Pennsylvania. It's a suburb. I want to say eight, uh, 20 minutes east of Pittsburgh, but I'm never sure if we're east or west. I, I, I mess that up all the time. So <laughs> don't kill me if you're from Pittsburgh and, and you know Monroeville is west when I just hit See, so. you're somewhere near Pittsburgh. Yes. All right. That's cool, man. So you got 95 clients a weekly. Uh, every, everything in your area is weekly, uh, no biweekly stuff. All your stuff's weekly. Or well, you got some- a little bit of biweekly. I don't do any. I have one client that's bi-weekly. Okay, awesome. Believe me, uh, he will either be gone or he will be weekly next year. Awesome. You, don't, you can't really do weekly here. And I would advise anyone who's out there to try and do weekly if you can as mm. soon as possible. Yeah, I think you should do that in any market. You should always try to get weeklies if you can. Um, in our market, it's a little different. Like, our grass types are different. So, bi-weekly is way more common down here in the south. But uh, up north, I feel like that's the that's the vibe that I hear is everybody's weekly, weekly, weekly. So, uh, anything that I've ever heard of anybody's running a pretty good business is running weekly routes. So, I think that's, I think that's really cool. Well, take us back. Uh, I want to hear a little bit more. You said you have two rough years there in the beginning. What do you mean by rough? What is, is it? How can we relate? Uh, give some of your take on what happened if you want to and then kind of how we can help some other people avoid whatever you went through that made it rough years so the reason it was rough was just because i was totally ignorant to business uh how to run a business uh, how to get customers i knew nothing about route density i didn't know anything about equipment um and it's just like i said i just it was just out of pure ignorance mm. um also i didn't really know my worth uh i'm the kind of person that I care. I try and be as perfect as I can when it comes to anything that I am passionate about. I want to learn all of it. And the first two years, although I was passionate, I didn't know yet how to go and learn this, learn the business. Um, And so that's why I turned to YouTube. Uh, So the first two years were rough just because I just, I didn't know. And when you don't know, you don't know. So it can't be great if you don't know what the hell you're doing. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, do you think that, so I know you're doing a lot, you're, you're trying to build a YouTube channel, you got the podcast coming here, we'll talk about that in a little bit. It sounds like you're doing a lot of giving back to the community. Is that something that has stemmed off of like things you wish you had when you were starting? Are you trying to make that for other guys starting up that they have something to turn to, some advice, things like that? So, well, I, would say, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that started in business. That is just how I am as a person. I want to I just care so much about seeing people win because yeah. whenever I was younger, you know, I grew up single mom. My, my pops was in and out of, uh, in and out of prison. Mm. And so, uh, when you, when you don't really know how to do things, you can get into, uh, regret, like education wasn't important to me. And I was dealing with a whole bunch of regrets in my life because of, situations, circumstances, whatever. A lot of times things happen that are out of your control. uh, But the things that are out of your control, I was personally dwelling on them, Mm. right? Like you can't make your, your parents, however you want to, how you see them on TV. Yeah. Um, And for a long time, I think that I was like holding, I wouldn't say grudges, but I was holding on to things from the past that couldn't be changed. Mm. Then when I started in lawn care, uh, I was an athlete in high school. So I, I thought that I would go to the NBA or to the NFL or whatever. When that didn't happen. Now, I'm not saying that I wasn't talented enough to do that or that anyone isn't. But a lot of 
uh, talent has to be is enhanced by education. So if you can, if you're smart and you're talented Mm -hmm. and you're a hard worker, then you have the ability to be a LeBron James or a major league player and whatever it is that you're doing. And for me, since I didn't know any of that stuff, it was like, it was, it was, it was rough. You know, I'm sorry. I kind of lost my train of thought. No, 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 no. I agree. I think everything you're saying there is right. Like all those big athletes that you see out there, those big names that everybody looks up to in the, in the sports world. I think a lot of time they get played off as dumb people. Like they're not very smart. You have to be smart to be, I mean, I know everybody says, Oh, they just have tutors. They, I mean, they pay people to do their schoolwork, but like most of those athletes that really make it to the next level are, are keeping up school. Like, really like they have to keep a certain GPA to make it through and be an athlete and, and stay in school. So like they can't just be dumb as rocks and, and not paying attention and, and making learning key for them. So I think like you're saying is uh, I was actually listening to a podcast this morning with, uh, it was Naylor's podcast that dropped with, I don't remember what the guy, Zach, Zach James or something like that. I think his name is somebody who was, uh, he's working for another company and he's, he went to school himself and he's working his way up and he wants to start his own business. But he was talking about the, the importance of education and how that can really help you in the long run. And I think that is something that you said, like it wasn't important to you, but looking back on it now, do you wish you maybe would have taken, taken education more seriously? Absolutely. And that was actually where I was going is like education, talent and all of that can only take you so far. Mm -hmm. If you don't know, if you don't have the knowledge, you know, you don't have some sort of mentor to teach you. And I had none of that uh, growing up. So, but I did look to athletes, right? Athletes are like, they're literally living their dream. And this was why I seen this on a movie, but this is why a lot of young kids aspire to be athletes because they're literally doing what they love to do every single day when they wake up. So for me, I wanted that life. I just, like I said, didn't have the educational background to know what was important. What wasn't, was I wasting time on, on one thing when I should have been focused on another. Mm. Now for me personally, the reason like, like we got on this is I want to give back so much is because I know now that it was a lack of education, not will. Mm. I had the will to be great. You know, I had the will to be disciplined. Um, I had the will to get up and try my absolute hardest every single day. But I didn't focus my attention because I didn't have a mentor and I wasn't educated enough. Now, the reason I want to give back to the community, this community so much is because all of that stuff that I wish that I had done in athletics, I have now translated to lawn care and learning and business. Mm. So that same killer instinct that I had to go to basketball practice every day and try and destroy my opponent every single day. I'm not trying to destroy people, but I am trying to really get it in people's heart and soul that they can be whatever they want. And it's not, you don't only have to be a superstar athlete. Like I thought you don't only have to be an entertainer or someone on TV to actually have, uh, um, an impact on the world. And so, I, you know, the, I think the biggest reason I want to give back is, is I think this is really it. When we die, I don't want to be forgotten as someone who didn't have an impact on people in the world. And so this has given me that ability, you know, all of the stuff that I wanted to do to help people be good at athletics or whatever back in the day, 
I'm now getting DMs and people asking me to help them or which direction they should go. And it's like, yo, this is this is actually what it was about. All of the stuff that I regret from the past and, ath- and athletics and all of that has propelled me to do what I'm doing now and helping people. So that's that. I'm sorry for being so long winded. No, man, I love it. I think I think that was a solid five minutes of really good information you just put out there. Uh, I think everybody needs to rewind that and listen to it again, maybe in half speed and take it all in because that's uh, everything you said there is so true and. It, education gets glossed over a lot. Like I didn't go through college. I went through. I went for two semesters, and I dropped out and went in business full time. But I think what you're saying is, and we just talked about this. I don't know two weeks ago. We had a Tegan Gertz was on the show, and then uh, I don't know a week ago, and then he had a video that we did at equipped and went viral, and he was asking his college a scam. Is it not a scam? Had a couple million views, and the comments were lighting it up, getting on to a guy for saying that it was a scam. I don't believe college is a scam. I believe it's for some people, not for some people. But I don't think it needs to be overlooked by any stretch of the imagination because, like you're saying, and like this interview that Naylor had on his show, was uh, the importance of going to school and getting that education can take you so much further and cause you and save you a lot of headaches and heartaches uh, along the way, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that we all say we have because we just figure it out as we go. But when you get that education, you learn that stuff, you learn the, the horticulture, the business, everything that goes along with it, whatever field you're in, even if you're not a lawn care business owner, you do some hardscapes or whatever, learning that stuff in school can really help you and take you to the next level from the beginning. Like You can, you can skip so many years of trial and heartache. Um, and so I do believe that education is important and maybe it's not college education, but it's education in the form of going to live events where you can hear great speakers for a crazy cheap amount of money or go to the ones that are really expensive too. They're still, they still worth it. Like I know, I know multiple people personally who have been to Grant Cardone conferences and have spent 15 to $20,000 for a weekend to be backstage with Grant just, just a couple of day, a day or two to be backstage and in his close network of people, and they said they would do it all over again in a heartbeat because they're paying and they're investing in themselves. That education, that money they spend, the time to go out there is going to get tenfold returns on what they spent right there. So why not spend two or $300 on us uh, on a smaller level to go to a live event where you can hear multiple speakers? And and uh, the live event, you know, obviously we're coming up to Launch Your Academy Live here, so free plug for Brian. But and all the speakers there are going to be crazy, and it kind of transitioned into that. And let me, I want to hear your thoughts on that because uh, if education is the way we're kind of going to take this podcast for the next few minutes, tell me about how Launchpad Academy has helped you, and then what y'all are doing to help some other people get there and have a good experience as well. So, I'll, first, before we say that about the education, just real fast, yeah. is is college might not necessarily be important um, to everyone, but it teaches you how to learn, right? And that's, Ooh, that's also the live, the learn, live yeah. events do. So for me, it wasn't that, like I said before, it wasn't that I didn't have the will to learn. It's just the things that they were teaching me then weren't important to me. They, they weren't relevant to my life. Whereas now it's like I'm learning the things that are relevant, that are helping me to enhance what I'm trying to do. It's, it's giving me an uh, avenue on how to get to where I want to get to. So when you combine that with going to live events like Equip or LAL, which is coming up here, uh, I believe it's next next Friday, week, yeah, next weekend, um, is you get to be around a whole bunch of other people. Uh, you get to be a whole bunch of other around a whole bunch of other people who actually feel like you feel, right? They see the world 
a lot of times in the same lens that you see it in now because we're all com- like we're all common minded. We all think in the same way. We all want to know how to become better and how to be more profitable and be more efficient and what equipment works and what equipment doesn't work. And I was doing all of that same stuff at basketball tournaments back in the day, but I was learning basketball yeah. and basketball didn't take me anywhere. Right. But this is taking me places. Mm. So um, I, I truly believe like it is super important to get around people at events like this, because uh, for also the first two years when I first started, I didn't have no one to talk to. Mm, like, I, like I said, I didn't have mentors and all of that. Yep. And to be honest, before I became, uh, I started to meet people in my area and they started to meet, meet me and see me and know who I am and how I feel. I broke down some of the walls here and I ain't trying to toot my own horn because people had their little, their little clicks or whatever, but I think I tore down some walls where people are now sharing information. Mm. And when you go to these live events, if wherever you're from, people might not want to talk to you because they look at you as their competition. But when you go to this live event and I'm from Pittsburgh, I can ask Jeremiah, who's from where are you from? Uh, Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. I can ask you questions yeah. and you're not going to tell me with any sort of or not tell me because you feel like we're in some yeah. sort of competition. Yeah. Now, when I got down there, they it's like I learned so much. I went home so energized and I realized that these events, they can translate like we they don't or they can migrate. They don't only have to be in Michigan with Brian because he has one hundred and eighty thousand uh, subscribers on YouTube mm-hmm. or with any of these other people who are huge. Yep. Um, I started doing it right here in Pittsburgh with six seven people and now we when we do have them it's like 20 or 30 people that's so awesome it's, it's all about creating a community so that we are all and i say this to everyone now we need to be in a healthy competition not a hater competition but a congratulator competition where jeremiah says i made five thousand dollars last week here's what i did here's here's what my plan was and then you share it with me mm. and then i go and duplicate what you did yeah like because you taught me now, how good does that make you feel to, to know that you put something in someone's brain that helped them to make money, which is going to help their family, which is going to help their future? Like that, that's what these events are about is getting around a whole bunch of people so you can learn that type of stuff. So, yeah, man, that and we, yeah, what do you, I think you asked me about the, uh, the giveaway? Yeah, yeah. Just tell everybody what you, what kind of y'all had going there and, and who's going to get to take advantage of what y'all, what y'all gave away. Yeah, so when we when we started our Instagram live show, shout out to the Lawn Care Power Moves Instagram live show we do on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, but when we started that, uh, I, I reached out to some people. I reached out to Brian. And when I got Brian on, you know, I had such a good time at his event last year that I wanted to help some people who might be on the fence or who might who were just starting out business so that they could come and feel what I felt last year. Mm-hmm. So I went and bought four tickets and then we, me and Cedric went through and we had a little contest and we gave away four uh, tickets, not for the hotel, but for the experience. You yeah. Know what I mean, um, the winners were uh, Richard Williams or Richard Roberts Sr., uh, Tommy Marzana uh, with TM Landscaping, um, Alex with Josie Mar Landscaping. 
and Matt Sosa with Sosa Lawn Care out, and I believe he's in Indiana. Okay. So, yeah, it was it was an amazing amazing event last year, and I just wanted to make sure that we helped some people. I mean, that's what I could afford was uh, yeah. Four so, but you know, I, I hope we have a great time. I'm excited, and uh, I'm happy we were able to help a couple guys out. Yeah, that is so awesome that you're able to give back like that and uh, help everybody else become more educated. Like we said, it's not maybe college isn't the route, but something like this is. It can really help them. Are all four of those guys going to be able to come? Do you know? Yeah, that was one of the stipulations. Is before I announced who the winners were, I reached out and made sure that they were actually going to attend because the last thing I wanted to do was – uh, one, waste my money, and yeah, two, yeah. and two, pass up an opportunity for someone who was actually going to go. So, yeah. unfortunately, I wasn't going to pick anyone who what didn't live, you know, in the in the country. Yeah, or yeah. They were across across the country in California or something. Um, so it was all you know, a couple local guys who are within my area, and then yeah, I think Maryland and I think Indiana. Cool, man. Well, that's that's very cool to see and to hear. Um, just truly giving back from your own money, your hard uh, hard earned income, and you're really helping further the community there. I think that's really cool that you that you did that, and I know they'll be they will be very very appreciative. So, well, this has been really fun talking about education. Let's let's transition really quickly back to your business. Uh, so you do mainly lawn care. Is that pretty much what you got going on right now? Are you softscapes? Do you do leaves, pine straw, all that stuff? What do you do? I know you don't do pine straw up north, but mulch. No, no. We do mulch, but yeah, yeah we. Uh, my main focus is uh, is lawn maintenance. Okay. Um, the maintenance aspect of things. Yeah. We also do snow in the winter. Um, oh, cool. I got a big leaf uh, leaf cleanup setup. Uh, I'll be doing a YouTube video on here shortly. Uh, but yeah, we just we focus on on the uh, on the maintenance side of things. The reason here's the reason. People ask me, I mean, they always try to convince me, hey, you need to do this or you need to be planting shrubs and all of that. And I, and I say to that, I don't know how to do that yet. And I'm not going to go into any endeavor and not be able to give my absolute best. So I believe that when I started my business, uh, I was going to I see everything in basketball. Right. Mm-hmm. So to me, lawn maintenance was a layup. Right. You don't take it doesn't take much to get started in lawn maintenance. So you only need a push lawnmower, a little blower or a broom, you know, and and a, and a trimmer. Right. Yeah. So I started with the layup and then, you know, you back up a little bit, you, you shoot a foul shot. So I added on shrubs. Right. And you back up a little further. you got a three pointer. Right. So I added on the mulch. So I do like those three things. Mm-hmm. Lawn maintenance mulch and and shrub trimming and you know whatnot and then once we got through those three things and i I would say i can't say master none of us are are you know yeah you were comfortable and and confident right once i was confident enough to talk to the customers about that then they would start asking about other things do you do leaf cleanups do you do aerations do you do overseeding and all of that so I started watching YouTube videos and we slowly started to add some of those things in. Now I don't do any chemical spraying or anything because mm-hmm. we don't have a license for that yet, but yeah. that is something I'm looking to get into in the future because I would like to go to a, like a full, the, the whole thing. Like, yeah. Were you at influence your live? Yes. Okay. So you heard, you heard Alex's thing. So, you know, that's what trifecta is doing now. 
Um, yeah, he's yeah. got that full that full package deal going. So it, it is a cool concept. I think that the concept of when you look at a yard, like everything on that yard you do and no one else touches, that's a pretty it's a pretty impressive model. Uh, you definitely need to you got to be educated. You have to know your stuff. Uh, that's another mm-hmm. thing that I think education is important because, like for myself. I did not go to horticulture school, so I don't know every plant name out there. Uh, I don't don't know all the chemicals, things like that. So that has actually put a hold and a strain on my business. It's it's a bottleneck. Like if I want to get into those, I'm either gonna have to spend some serious time doing study and learning and teaching myself, or I'm gonna have to have to pay a premium and hire guys who know how to do that stuff if I want to grow in those areas. So back to the education, I think it is important. You need to do some of that stuff in the beginning and just put you out on the right foot uh, moving forward. So you do snow. What does that look like coming up? I don't really have many snow guests on, or I do have snow guests, but we don't really talk about it because I'm, I'm from the South, so it never comes to mind. So what is your snow set up, and, and what's it looking like for the year? I know that's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, I'm actually just, I literally just got off the phone with Weingarts earlier. You know, we'll be in Michigan next week, so I'm in between two different um, two different salt spreaders right now I, the vbx with an auger for the spreader yeah and the vbx with some chain thing that like pulls the salt or something mm. like that so I'm, I'm in between both of them i don't know which which one i'm gonna get but yeah man snow is is uh it's a beast it, yeah. i mean it's a beast but it is very lucrative if, if you do it and you price it right. So last year was my first year doing snow. I bought a nine foot two uh, Boss DXT stainless steel plow. Um, I drove up to Michigan to get it. Brian did a video on it, got 18,000 views. So that was cool. And then after LAL on my way home, that's when I got the call that I secured my first contract. So Last year we went out nine times and we spread sold. I believe it was like 17 times. Mm. And I worked like a total of 85 hours. Yeah. And we made a lot of money. Yeah. It was, it was great. So last year, I think we had 17, 18 total, total sites to do. Mm -hmm. My route took about six hours and uh, this year, I'm looking to push it to maybe eight or nine hours and maybe 20 to 22 sites. Uh, so we're learning as we go. And uh, I'm not perfect at it. I'm losing a lot of a lot of bids because I'm bidding them high mm-hmm. because I already resecured my snow from last year. And so if it's if I'm going to do it, I want to do it at a very, very profitable rate. Yeah, I would suggest that to anyone else. Um yeah, if you're going to be up all hours of the night, it better be worth it. <laughs> right. And also, I mean, in your lawn care business, man, like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I really have taken a lot of advice that I've heard off of YouTube and the bigger influencers. And I went out and tested it. Like I went and field tested. If someone's charging 35 and I come up with my setup, you know, and I, I my minimum is going to be $60. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to be the highest price. Now, I don't I mean this humbly, but I know I'm going to do a great job. I know I'm going to show up on time and get the work done. I know I'm going to respond to emails and calls and all of that. Like, I know I'm going to do that. So I know I'm worth it now. Mm -hmm. So if you're new in business, change your market, man. Don't go out there and be the 35 the $35 guy, that stuff is in the past. It's like now it's time to be 55, 60, 65 guy so that you can grow a business and change your life. 
And so whenever it comes to losing bids, like, again, if you've secured your stuff already from the previous year, right, why not raise your price substantially yeah. and increase your revenue yeah. so that you do it at a premium, really, you know, yeah. a premium. I, I agree. I couldn't say it any better. And I think that kind of circles back to what you said earlier about like when you meet with your guys in your area and now you've built a community around you of like, well, if you don't know those guys, if you don't build that, that community, then when you charge $60, you're never going to secure any work because you have 25 or 30 other companies around you charging $45. So mm-hmm. they're always going to get the work. They're going to be underbidding themselves and, and racing to the bottom. That's what I've heard it said that way. Uh, race to the bottom. So, I think what you're saying is is very crucial in building that network around you and raising and changing your market. And it, and it can start with you. If you're out there and you're listening and you're like, there's no way in the world I'll get $50 a week uh, for a cut. There's there's no way. Well, it's it's obviously you can. Like, Mac's doing it right now. And, and if, if you can do it, then there's plenty of other people that can do it as well. So if you think it's not possible, then get with another a few business owners around you and say, hey, let's go to lunch. Let's sit down and like really run your numbers and talk and say, Hey, I'm actually even turning profit at the end of the year because we don't like cash flow is important, but I don't just want to be cash in one hand and out the other. Like I want cash to come in one hand and stay, stay in the bank. Like, I don't want it to leave so fast. And I know that probably in those first two years, you probably had a lot of that. You probably had a lot of just cash in and cash out, just trying to build and grow and reinvest and things like that. But in, in building and growing, uh, I think it definitely relationships are a huge part of that. We talk about relationships on this show all the time. Like I believe the right relationships and the right contacts are so crucial to helping you grow. I don't Mm -hmm. think you really can do it without the right relationships. So I think that's something that kind of circles back to your point that you just made of, uh, you need to need to have the right people around you and and change your market. If that's something that you're looking to do. Yeah. And just to bounce off of what you just said about changing your market. Like, so when we, like I said, I do meetups now. Um, like I should say we do meetups. I have four really close, friends in the landscaping business here in Pittsburgh now. And uh, their name's Talon Auth with Authority Lawn and Landscape, John Piper with Seven Ways Lawn and Tree, John Doyle with Doyle Brothers Lawn Care, and this guy named Gordon Cahill with GPC Landscaping. And when we, I, they actually invited me to the first meetup. Awesome. Uh, they had seen, they had seen, they had, it was like six people. They had, some of them seen me driving around some of them seeing the video I was in with Brian and so they invited me and then I came and like I normally do I become a dominator and I just sort of dominated the conversation <laughs> I got to get better I got to get better with that but after talking to them you know we left and and you know one of the guys his name is Brad he came up to me and was like yo you, you just you make me so fired up or whatever and I was like well that made me feel good like that I had that effect on him so at the next time we had a meetup there was like 20 people, yeah. you know what I mean? And, uh, and I just stood up and this is the bounce off of your point. If you want to change your market, have a meetup, talk to the other people around. And I stood up in front of everybody to do a little toast. And I just said to them, I'll paraphrase, but it was just like, yo, we are not in competition with each other. And I told them like, my, my goal was a hundred customers and I'm at 90 something already. Yeah. So the guy who's sitting next to me, I don't need to try and undercut him. And I told them all, if your price isn't $50, then you're losing right now. Mm. Because I'm, I'm charging 50 and I'm getting it. 
all around this area. So if you're not, if you're charging 35, you are, you're literally cutting your own throat and it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So I, I was, I said to all of them, like, I encourage you to all make your price at least $50 and then go from there. You know, and everyone that's because there's no, no competition, yeah. the grass is growing everywhere. Yeah. It's never going to stop yeah. unless we have some sort of, you know, global warming where it burns all <laughs> the grass out. You know, that. Yeah. That, that could happen, yeah. I, I suppose. But until that does happen, the grass ain't going to stop growing. So there's yeah. no reason to be a hater, even if these people are in your same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Why? Because here's what makes your business special. In case you don't know this, Jeremiah, you, yeah. it's you. You are the, you're the reason that your business is special. Nothing out here is brand new, right? There's nothing that Brian is saying on the internet or Jeremiah or Paul Jameson or anybody else that you see. All of this stuff has been done before. Yeah. Right. There's literally stories in the Bible that are thousands of years old. And now I'm realizing nothing has changed. Yep. Everything is the same. Yep. But what makes you special is you. God made you. So you're the special person. Yeah. You're and the only thing that's you're- different. Correct. You're the only thing. You're what makes it special. So keep keep killing it, man. Keep wanting to win because you're supposed to. I love it. Sorry. No, I love it, man. There's not much any. There's not much anything that I can say better than that. Uh, that's absolutely awesome. What is? Uh, I, I got one final question for you here today, and it's just it's pretty simple, but it can be complex. It's what is your why? My why? Yeah. It, it's very simple. So I, I had this, I used to say to people all the time, man, if I could just, now that I'm old and I have wisdom, so to speak, for my 39 years on this earth, yeah, if I could keep my brain and go back to when I'm 14 years old, mm. I would try so much, but still have everything that I have in my life. I still want my three kids. I still want to have my same wife, all of that stuff. Keep all of that the same, but just let me relive my Thing so that I could give them so much more of me. Yeah. And here's what I realized. I do have that opportunity with my children, with all of the people who come in contact with me to go back in time and give them the knowledge so that especially the younger people who are younger than me is to give them that so that they can use it however they see fit to help themselves. So my why is literally I don't want my kids to grow up and have the same regrets that I have. So before that happens, I want to give them all of the wisdom, not to steer them in any particular direction. Mm. I want them to be who they want to be, but have the wisdom of their, well, right now, 39-year-old father who has a whole bunch of regrets, a whole bunch of things he wish he, he could have done, and to make sure that they understand that they could have anything that they want in this world if they're just willing to work and, and think and you know, and do whatever it takes to get the information so that they can win. That's it. Information is king, man. Ideas are king. Ideas lead to imagination. And once you got your imagination flowing, everything becomes possible. Like everything. That's what that's what this has done. It's like because I'm doing what I'm doing, my kids get to see me in a different light than I seen my parents who who had me when they were young and didn't know anything yet. Right. So they were learning how to grow and be old. How could they give me all of the things that I desired, knowledge wise, wisdom wise, uh, monetary, you know, material wise? How could they do that when they were still learning how to be a developed person? Mm. My kids have a developed father and a developed mother 
who have goals and aspirations and all of that. So my why is to give them that same killer mentality that my wife and I have. I love it, man. I love it. I'm telling you, that's my favorite part of the show right there is, is hearing everybody's answer to that question and it's sometimes they're the same but it always applies so differently uh it, it applies so differently to each and everybody's uh, life and I, and i love that i think you're going to relate with a lot of people on that one and, and help a lot of people out so well man i gotta run uh we're hitting coming up here close on a, a hard stop i gotta have i know you got a family night ahead as well so what is where can everybody find you uh if they want to connect with you and maybe meet up with you at entrepreneur academy or something like that yeah, so my Instagram is Mac underscore landscaping 412. Um, we have a Facebook business page. If you would like the link on there, uh, my name's Cornell Mac. You can friend request me on there. And uh, I got a YouTube channel now. Uh, it's Mac landscaping and lawn care. Cool little caricature. I mean, if you're on my Instagram, you see my logo. That's what the. Is that the, the sticker? Yeah. Yeah. Sticker, yeah. This dope sticker. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if also, if you want a sticker, man, DM me on Instagram. But yeah, that's how you can find me. Instagram, Mac underscore landscaping, YouTube, Mac landscaping and lawn care. Yeah. And yeah, that's that, man. I love it, buddy. I love it. Well, I'm looking forward to meeting you and hanging out a little bit more at uh, Launching Your Academy. And uh, next week, Nova, Michigan, if you don't have your ticket, you better get it now. They might be coming close to selling out. So uh, get it at LaunchingYourAcademy.com and uh, look forward to seeing everybody there. So without any further ado, I think that is going to wrap this one up. Cornell, thank you so much for your time tonight, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey, you guys go out there and kill it, man. Absolutely. You only live once and there's not a lot of time left. So you better go do it now. That's right. It's like you said, ideas lead to imagination. And uh, that's a a really cool quote. I like like that. So, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.